The same thing about traveling is the same thing about starting a business. You decide what it is that you want. You, you go out there, you, jet, you move away from your friends, you do some cool things and, and you, you, know, you make it happen. Welcome to the Travel Stories Podcast, where we bring you immersive, inspiring and international travel stories of freedom and adventure from travellers around the world. Here is your host, Hayden Lee. Well, hello. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 3 of the Travel Stories Podcast. How is it going, you guys? Again, apologies for the quality of this intro. I am in San Luis, heading to, or back to Rio tomorrow. Or, sorry, no, today, actually, in a few hours which should be kind of fun. So I'm going to go see some Rio things. Should I do the touristy things? Who knows? It's not really my not really my scene, but you know, I'm told I should go do them. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, thank you so much for everyone that was watching the live stream and watched it back afterwards. It was so much fun to do. So we're doing the Hayden's Travel Journal live on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash travel stories podcast. And it was great because I did it with Alan Belain, who I'm here in Brazil with, and we were, he was from season one, episode one, if you remember, and we were talking about the time that we met in Hanoi. And since then, we've, I mean, we've been to New York to see each other. He lives there now. We came, uh, we came here, obviously, and we're just the best of friends since this one chance meeting. And it was a lot of fun to do that live video. So go check it out if you, uh, if you haven't seen it already. And thank you so much for all your questions so far for the end of season Q&A. Q&A. <laughs> I like that. To be honest, um, we haven't got too many thus far. Not too many. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, it's okay. Everyone else is going to ask questions. It's going to be a great Q&A. I'll check it out. Send some in. <laughs> Go on your phone, email Hayden at TravelStoriesPodcast.com. That's H-A-Y-D-E-N. Or head to TravelStoriesPodcast.com slash ask. That's all in the show notes. And again, one of you people that are asking questions will receive a Grail Ultralight Purifier Filler Bottle thing. I really should find out what it's actually called. We're not sponsored by these guys. I think everyone should have one. So one person will get one who asks a question. So I am in San Luis. A couple of days ago, I was in Bajarinas, which is where you can go and check out Lensois, which I would describe as Tatooine from Star Wars. So it's basically Tatooine, right? Uh, but with some lagoons and some uh, trees and stuff dotted around. It's, it's really cool. And also in Bajarinas, I met this person, I met this girl, and she, her reason for traveling was kite surfing. It's a reason I haven't seen before, but the, she's been to many, many places and they're all the best spots in the world for kite surfing. She always goes alone, she stays, she couch surfs as well as kite surfs, and uh, she doesn't take much money, she just, she loves it. She does it every single day. And it made me wonder about, uh, maybe think about actually, um, reasons for traveling, because everyone's reason is, is different, I, I think. You know, it comes from a different place from either from their childhood or from how they grew up or, or something like this. And it got me thinking about my reason, which I guess would be this freedom that I always talk about where you come to an end of road, you could go left, you could go right, and you realize it doesn't matter. It's that freedom 
that I'm chasing. Maybe that comes from me not liking being told what to do. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but these are the things I always think about, man. So send me some emails and tell me what's your reason for traveling? Because I think it's such an interesting topic. Everyone's is so different, it's so interesting. Now, when it comes to reasons for traveling, we obviously need uh, the ability to travel. This is a question that I get a lot. How, how do you travel? How does one afford to travel? How do you live the life of travel? How can you be a digital nomad? And all these other words. Now, as for today, we have Chris Duncan. Now, this is a slightly different episode in the way that he's bringing with him a lot of actionable tips in a way. He talks a lot about um, becoming a digital nomad creating a business. And in fact, this is something I was talking to that girl about. She says, I want to do kite surfing all over the world, but I don't know how. I'm going to go to uni and I'm going to do this, but I don't see how I can make it a priority in my life. Now, I told her uh, three things. I told her, number one, check out Vagabonding by Rolf Potts, which will get you, <laughs> it will get you entirely focused on, on getting be, uh, travel being your priority. Secondly, Four Hour Work Week by Tim Ferriss. This is the book that changes lives and you hear me quote it all the time. It really gets you on the path to making it possible. And thirdly, I told her to check out Chris Duncan. Now this guy, he is the master of building these types of businesses, businesses, these online businesses that can give you a life of travel. So I think not only are you guys gonna love his story because it's quite a funny one, but um, he brings with him some awesome advice and tips to get you going if you're not traveling already, to get you going and to be able to do it long term. So this is a really fun one and he's a really funny and fun guy as well. So let's dive into it. You are listening to the Travel Stories Podcast and this is Chris Duncan. Hi Chris, how you doing? Doing really good, thanks man. Awesome, whereabouts in the world are you man? Today, San Diego, uh, tomorrow Houston, and then LA in the Philippines. So uh, a bit of a crazy week ahead. <laughs> no way, that's crazy, man. What are you doing in all those places? The same thing in each place? Are you doing different things? I teach people how to be paid to travel. Uh, I show people how to create businesses that make it location-free. So what am I doing in all these places? Well, I'm going to Houston to, to teach and share about some video and video marketing. And then when I'm in LA, I'm hanging out with the Dalai Lama. And then the Philippines, uh, I'm off to go and connect with my team over there. So I've got a, a huge team and we're buying some office space and stuff to yeah, to support them over in the Philippines. So it's a, it's exciting, you know, next couple of weeks. So I think I've got uh, Singapore, Bali and uh, Malaysia snuck in there as well. So nice. before coming home. <laughs> that is the way to do it. Now, this is the reason I got Chris on the podcast. He is a leading authority in freedom businesses and having location freedom and location independence and financial freedom. And these are the things that are that really help when it comes to travel because a lot of the questions we get are, how can I afford to travel? How can I get the time right. to travel? I have a job. So, Chris, what would you say to someone that's, um, let's see, they're sitting at their desk, they're listening to the show when they should be working obviously but and they're thinking man i want to travel what is this freedom business stuff all about it sounds it sounds a bit weird what, what's what's it all about man yeah good question and first off you know thank you so much for having me on the show and you know thanks for doing what you do it's going to be uh it's going to be fun to be able to share that because uh, i was that person 
you know, sitting in a sitting in my nine till six with two hours travel on either side, going, is this really my life? I leave at seven, I get home at eight. Um, fantastic, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, is what else am I going to do? So I get it. And, and I think the, the thing that I want everyone to get is a freedom business is basically any business that you see anywhere. It just uses the internet and that's it. It's so simple. Mm. You can take any service, any product, anything, and you can now sell it and deliver it via the internet, allowing yourself to travel. And I always say this, and this is important, is we need to shift from a five-day work week to a five-day weekend from, you know, that place where we are working five to our place where we're having fun five. So what I want to share in that is you still you still got a couple of days you're going to have to do stuff. Like this isn't some hocus pocus magic that uh, suddenly you've just got someone paying you to travel. No, you do have to sit down and you can be in beautiful locations stuck on your computer. So there is a bit of reality to it, I think, Hayden, that, uh, that I want everyone to get. So you know, freedom business is just that. It's just a normal business, but you're using uh, online traffic and online websites to be able to create your income. And it, it doesn't have to be millions and millions of dollars either. In fact, most people, if they can make a couple thousand bucks a week, can travel to 99% of countries quite comfortably. So, Oh, definitely. Mm. Definitely. And you're so right with what you say about flipping the script on the weeks and how much you work, because I always yeah. wonder, how have we taken this life, this natural life? And if you think about it, we're just animals, man. We're just pretty smart apes and not that smart. And so how have we <laughs> taken that and created this system where we work 40, 45, 50 hours a week? We, and it's not even work. It's not like taking down a tree and building a house. It's putting numbers into a spreadsheet to make a fat guy at the top pretty rich, you know? So, yeah. And how have we done this you know that's something I always think about so I really like when you say it's it's kind of wanting to flip that so and like you say you do still have to do the work because all these things the travel the location independence like you say they're not just going to come to you you do have to put the work in and is that the first thing you'd say to someone that's that's kind of thinking about something like this maybe they're thinking a little over their head and oh this will be brilliant I'll be a millionaire and all this thing do you bring them back down to earth and say look you got to put the work in yeah well the, the first thing I would say is there's this one question that that everyone everyone needs to ask and you know I'd even ask you this question mm. is everyone should ask this to the people they know so if you if you don't have total freedom you need to ask this question to all the friends, everyone you know. And the question is very simple. Is what problem do you have in your life, in your business, that I can solve for you that you will pay me thousands for? And when you ask that question to enough people, someone says, this is my problem. This is what I need solved. This is the challenge. And then it shows up to you. And and I, I think that's the first place that everyone should start. And I've got a little system that I'd love to share. And, and the, the first is, is you must get out of your job and start having a service that you provide for others. Mm. So it can be a service or a product, whatever it is, but it's going to solve a problem. And that's the first step is just to get yourself able to have some sort of passive income. The second step is to massively reduce your expenses. And most people do this by by being able to you know move to a different country, like I've I just been in Bali, Indonesia, or I'm about to fly to the Philippines. It's ridiculously cheap to live there. It's amazing. And so as soon as you've got that, you know, you've got to get out there and experience this completely low expense place to live. Like it's just, it's phenomenal. Mm. And then really after, after that, uh, it, it's all just about getting and growing it and more traffic. But, you know, 90% of the time that first one you start isn't going to be the one you carry on with. It's all about the experience. And so 
you know, it, it's really just asking yourself good questions and making that decision because this this thing that that you know it's likely that this is this going to go on iTunes? I'd say it will be. It's going to oh, be on course. iTunes. Going to be on the internet, right? So they're listening right now to us on the internet. There's listeners out there. The internet is the the only place that you need to focus for a business. And the great thing about it is all these amazing countries, a lot of third world countries have better internet than your home country, mm. um, which we all know because when we travel there, we love to jump on the Wi-Fi and share. So, you know, it's really just finding that service that you can provide for other people using the internet. And there's so much out there that you can do. And uh, I just, I just wish people would see it, and I'm so glad to be here sharing it with some, uh, <laughs> some travel enthusiasts because it's as simple as that. So you know, if we look at what you you do, I don't know if you do you have a business that supports the podcast. The podcast is the business. <laughs> right. right on. So there you go, and it's likely that you started this with nothing other than a smartphone and a and a bit of recording or your laptop that you already had. It's likely there was no cost really to start this. Maybe a Libsyn account and a few That's other things. Exactly right. And this is some of the big things, you know, and I'm glad you're doing it. The first step is to build your audience, you know, so you create the audience. You create it, find their problems. So, you know, hey, you could you could ask all the people on this podcast, what are some problems that you face that you'd pay me thousands of dollars for that I can solve for you? Because it, it all comes from that. And I, I don't want to talk about this too much because I know it's not a business-orientated show. But, <laughs> you know, really, you know, a business is just creating something more for other people. So you find something that they don't have, you help them have more in their life, something they would love to trade their money to get. And, uh, and when you're in that place, you know, business is so easy, so easy, and there's so much love attached to it because you get more, they get more, the world gets more. It's fantastic. Absolutely. It's win-win. Now, there's two things here. Firstly, it sounds like a mindset shift. So you shift from the mindset that you grew up with and that you were molded to have, if we can use yeah. that phrase, uh, into more of an entrepreneurial mindset. So like you mm -hmm. say, solving problems for people and getting into that mindset. And the second thing is, do you think that travelers, being as they kind of have an alternative alternative mindset anyway do you think they're more susceptible to this mindset shift maybe it's easier for them maybe they're almost on the way anyway oh absolutely i couldn't i couldn't say a bigger yes in fact in my companies when i'm looking to hire people i always ask them have you traveled mm. the same thing about traveling is the same thing about starting a business you decide what it is that you want you you go out there you you move away from your friends you do some cool things and, and you you know you make it happen so it's the exact same and you kind of get it as a traveler that, you know, this world isn't about just clocking in, clocking out, clocking in, clocking out and, you know, climbing this this uh, this ladder to nowhere. So a hundred percent. And to answer your other question, yes, it is a mindset shift. But, the, but here's the thing I want everyone to get is our parents aren't wrong. They just didn't have the internet. Mm. You know, 60, 70 years ago, there was no internet. This wasn't a possibility. So they're not wrong when they're saying, you know, go to school, get a job. That's just the best that they had available, and we're so blessed now. Uh, and honestly, I think, and I'll just add this in here: I think we're going to see a massive shift of people out of cities. We're going to see a massive shift of wealth moving into the uh, the third world because I think the internet is the equalizer. I think you know we look at it, we go, and I know that you're from the UK. Are we are we going to go live in downtown London with its high prices and it's no sunshine, or are we going to take our accountancy job and move to Greece? you know drop our price in half uh, our wage and be able to do it sitting on the beach right you know it's it's that that's going to happen and that's why i am so passionate about leading this movement of of freedom and happiness and, and people that are 
in love with traveling. And, and I think a lot of travelers get to that point where they go, I wish I could just keep doing this, but I have to go back to my job. Well, guess what? That That's completely possible. Now you just got to make the decision. absolutely man i couldn't have said it better myself we're on the precipice of a real global economy where everyone's living everywhere because like you say you don't need to be anywhere with a lot of these things there may be some things i mean being a bricklayer on the internet a little difficult but there are so many things you can do so many services to provide so many products to do and it's not just one of those things where it's well i can make this product and rake in the money it's i can help this person and everyone wins it's not like you know what i mean it's there's nothing nothing bad about it so what i wanted to ask was so you're doing a lot of traveling now right in the in the next week (laughs) you're doing a lot of traveling (laughs) but um before all this happened uh, i was going to say all this happened for you but before you made all this happen were you doing a lot of traveling then was it um, the mindset shift come from the traveling or did it go into the traveling do you know what i mean yeah, it's a really good question. I actually came the other way. I, I, I found myself in a place where I was just stuck as a business owner and uh, stuck in one place. And I thought, I just want to travel. Mm. Um, but I, I always had this belief that uh, I want to have it all. So before I started doing all this, I was just stuck doing doing my business, just you know, in the grind, turning up to the office with employees, with overheads, with rent, you know. And doing doing what what it is that uh, a business owner did. So before this all, you know, I traveled a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, and it was because I was stuck in this pattern. Maybe maybe some people on here remember themselves there, um, where I was so busy racing my racing to this uh, this top of this ladder um, that I don't even know who made up the ladder. I don't even know where the top was, but it was. There's got to buy houses, got to you know finish university, got to start a business, got to do this, got to got to you know the family. Everything. I was on that path, you know, and uh, I just got a massive wake up call when you know I just I just realized how much life I was missing, you know, and uh, you know recently one of my uh, my close friends passed away, and I just realized you know again just how just how short. I mean, life is the longest thing any of us are ever going to do. And even in saying that, it's still it's still amazingly short, you know. And uh, I really got that wake up call just just realizing that I there I was going around and around and around and around. I saw people thirty forty years ahead of me with you know financial success and medals and you know what I mean. They had mm. they have all this plastic. And it's that's you said two things there that I say all the time, and the listeners know this. I say these two things all of the time. So it's about you call it the ladder, I call it the script. It's the script that everyone is following, and you didn't write that script. You don't know where the script came from, but you have this urge to follow the script because because everyone else is following it. And people say, well, why aren't you why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing this? That's in the script. What about this? And I always say. I just don't have the time. And I mean, I don't have the lifetime. I have a short time and I do not have the time to waste on these things. <laughs> and the other thing you said about plastic, that is also a word I use all the time, which is about stuff that is just not real. And for that, I mean, I mean so many things. I mean, you know, this insurance, you know, this type of insurance or this, these things that have just been created. But I'm going on a rant here. I shall stop while I'm ahead. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's so important. Mm. Seriously, absolutely. So, you've got a story for us today. <laughs> I've got heaps of stories. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Do you have one in mind that you could share? 
Yeah, I do actually. I was sitting there thinking because uh because I got so many and been to so many different countries, it's hard to 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 completely pinpoint uh exactly the exact stories that I want to share. But I I want to I, I want to talk about some Thailand experiences. No worries. Yeah, cool. And if you could give this whole story a name, what would you call it? <laughs> yeah, I would call it detoxing in Thailand the wrong way. Yes, I love it. So much intrigue. I cannot wait to find out what the wrong way is. I've got all my things in my head already of what it could be. So I'm really uh-huh. excited. Right, you know, you're listening to the Travel Stories podcast. And this is Chris Duncan with Detoxing in Thailand the Wrong Way. Picture this: I'm there in Thailand. Uh, turn up with my uh, my beautiful fiance, and we're we're there to to really enjoy it. And for those of you who have ever thought about doing a, a detox or a retreat or a health retreat, I want to let you know what you're kind of in for. We we turn up after I think it was around about 18 hours of travel into into Thailand, and, and uh, then we had to sit and wait for so long at what it seemed at Phuket Airport to actually board a plane to Koh Samui, which is one of the, um, the islands. I think a lot, of the, a lot of you might have been there. And so we finally get out there and it turns out to, to be a delayed flight and we get out there, it's so hot. And we're out there because I've been, been traveling and partying and been in the United States and you know, put on a bit of weight. So we decide we're going to be doing a <laughs> juice fast, which sounds luxurious when you think about that you're going to this beautiful island uh, where you're going to be sipping amazing tropical juices in the sun and it's going to be absolutely everything that you that you ever wanted. You should all definitely do it, by the way, but don't do it this way at all. So we, we get there and, and I'm... I don't know about you guys, but I suffer from this thing called being hangry. Juice fasting and not eating is probably on the lowest things I want to do. So in preparation for this this juice fast, I, I'm finding myself just getting annoyed that I'm even I'm even there that I'm doing it. And especially the men on the call. You ever kind of done something and it was mainly your wife or your girlfriend or your partner's idea and you, you're doing it kind of paid lip service that you're doing it and then you turn up and it's real and you're met with this hot wall of humidity in, in coast and we we uh we hadn't exactly been the uh the most healthy people you could say so i'm turning up and if you know anything about a detox how it's going to work and this is going to happen to me the very next day and i know this is going to happen because i've done the research what is going to work is all the toxins all the alcohol, all the sugar, all of the anything that you have eaten is about to come through you again. <laughs> so we start the detox the next day in this beautiful, amazing place called the spa. The the first days are actually quite quite mellow, quite quite easy. The first day you get off coffee, and uh, if you're like me, just. Just getting off coffee was enough of a detox. So I have this crazy headache. 
going into to day two. And, and day day one and day two, you eat a little bit of raw food. So I'm sitting there, this isn't too bad. I'm eating pineapple, I'm eating mango, I'm sitting on the beach, and I'm allowed to eat that as much as I want. I'm eating all this fruit, I'm feeling okay, I'm drinking all this water, I'm going swimming, uh, you know, I'm getting on, talking to my friends and stuff, sharing what I'm doing. And then day three, you go right down to one raw meal and it starts to really hit. They also bring on this thing called a colonic. Now I'm not gonna talk completely about this, but what an experience it was to have a tube go in from the other side to be able to clean out your insides. An absolutely amazing experience. But here I am in this amazing situation and the worst thing starts happening to me. I'm about to go into day three. <laughs> And I know one thing is I've had a really, really great New Year's. I've had a great last three months plus the last decade of enjoying my life. And I know one thing is gonna happen. All of this is about to come back through me. So day three comes in, we're completely detoxing and it's feeling really good. And I just start tripping out. Like you wouldn't believe. And so there I am at this health retreat and all that I can think about is lying on this beach, just relaxing, having a good time in, in the best location in history. But I am sky high high with absolutely everything coming out, coming through me. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, you know, this, is, this has got to pass. And any of you have ever had a bad experience on anything like this, you're going to think to yourself, you know, this is not going to be good. And we did colonics, and a colonic is when you you have coffee and other things go up up your your bottom, and they're fed through a tube, and everything gets released. So can you imagine anyone who's got this experience? I'm doing this, and I've got tears coming out of my eyes, and I'm experiencing this Thailand that I never thought I would ever happen. Where you know. It was the most wild experience of the most biggest highs and then being in these crazy dreams and crazy moments going, why can't I eat again? Forgetting who the heck I was, just absolutely mind-blowing. Now, this didn't, <laughs> this didn't just last um, for a couple of days. This went for four and a half days. I got to the end of it and finally everything starts coming out, coming down and I'm finally able to get back. We start eating, we start moving through this all. It's a seven day juice and, and raw food detox. We come out the other side of it. I have just realized that my seven days turned to 21 days. And I thought I'd been there for seven days. Uh, Harriet, my uh, fiance, is with me, said that we know we're done. We've done a whole 21 days. I'd shot a bunch of video <laughs> that I'd put all over the internet. I had done some amazing things, and it was the worst way you could ever imagine to do uh, a detox. And I would highly recommend it for anybody who enjoys an out-of-body experience.
That is a great story, man. Thanks for that. Man. You're welcome. You know what I say. I think if you're going to be having colonics whilst you're tripping, Thailand's probably the place to do it, right? Right on, man. (laughs) That's awesome. So (laughs) when you came to, how did you feel afterwards? What were you you thinking? That's the the thing. You know, I felt absolutely amazing and clear and clean. And it's the only way to do it. Like, honestly, because I had a... I, you know, I'm completely uh, right now. I'm I I don't eat meat. I don't have sugar. I, you know, we're very clean now. This is you know three, four, five years ago, but I, you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's that last experience. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was good. And you know, like I was sitting there thinking, I've got so many stories I could sit here and tell, but I just wanted to share something. Uh, a little bit different. It may not have been on the show before. Absolutely, man. It was definitely different. We've probably, <laughs> just to divert back to, to what we're talking to about. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. All of the questions I have about your story, I don't think I can air. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, so we were talking about that before. And we've probably got some people interested in this. I know there's a lot of people out there, a lot of travelers that, like you say, they go out there and they think, mm-hmm. I don't want this to end. I want, it, I want this to continue, but I'm going to go back to my job. And now they're interested. So not only where can they find you, but what, what can you do for them? What, can you, what advice can you offer for them if they're listening mm-hmm. to it now? Yeah, what a great question, and you know what a fun, fun way to do a podcast, by the way, as well. So I mean, I've done oh, so thanks, many man. that have been so much more boring than this, and uh, it's good. <laughs> and, thanks, dude. and I, yeah, no, I mean it, I really do. And I, and I love everyone out there who obviously is tuning into this. You just must be such a fun, loving, free spirit, ready to to travel. And and that'd be the bit that I don't want anyone to lose. You know, don't lose that. Mm. There is so much about you being you. Don't get stuck into the business side of things. But understand this is the the first the first thing that I do for somebody is I get them so clear on what they actually need, and, and it's not that much. The second thing, and this might actually jolt a few people, don't start a business around your passion. The truth is, if you start a business around your passion, it loses all its juice. If you have to make money around surfing or scuba diving because that's what you love and that's how you make money, suddenly you're doing it on days you wouldn't want to do it because you're passionate about it. You're doing it for money. And that, that mm. screws up everything. So what I would suggest is, you know, and what I do for people is I help them to see where there's opportunities that they can create something that they are not passionate about that will pay them one, two, or three, four, five thousand dollars a week. So then they can have it on autopilot because they're not passionate about it. So then they can travel and do and be who they want to be. I mean, really, you should be able to just check it for three or four hours a day. Do a few tweaks, do a little bit of marketing, make sure it's all working, and then turn it off and enjoy your life. And that is completely 100% possible. You should be able to find some amazing people in the Philippines or India to be able to support your business and do all the support. And you you should be able to do it. So, you know, people can come to the freedombusinessbuilder.com, and uh, there's so much, uh, there's so much free training on there. So. My mission, this is my mission now, is to, to share with people as much as possible that they can come join me, mainly because I just want a bunch more friends. <laughs> so, uh, that, I mean, that's it, basically. Well, man, that is awesome. And I totally agree with, uh, with what you said about your, if, if you follow your passion, there's only so many times you can throw yourself out of a plane before it starts to get boring. You know what I mean? Like it's right on. one of those things. But uh you still got to think about work as work in a way. Yeah. You know? I mean, we don't 
we don't necessarily have that level of freedom where you don't have to work. Uh, but we do have that level of freedom or we can have that level of freedom where the, the work can be just funding your life as opposed to your life going into your work, you know, yeah. which is that's what I love about what you do. Oh, what a great way to put it, man. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Well, that's what I love about what you do, man. So where can people find you online? What was the website again? Uh, the We've got two main ones, which is just the first one's easier. It's my name, Christopher M. Duncan with an M. .com, and then we have uh, the freedombusinessbuilder.com. But, you know, people can just reach out to me on Facebook or, you know, across different podcasts. We've got our Total Freedom podcast show, which we'll have to have you over and hear about what you're doing. Uh, so they can reach me there. And, you know, I, I always say to people, look, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. Come say hi. You know, reach out, mm. get me on Facebook, and, uh, and let's just talk. Let's communicate. And, and if you need any help with these things, then, then uh, I can help. You know, that's, that's the easiest way. Mm, absolutely, man. I say that all the time. It's weird when you listen to someone on a podcast. Like I've, I've had, I've been listening to podcasts for years, and then you realize that it's just a guy, man. And like I always say yeah. to our listeners, like reach out. And then I say, I sometimes I give people my Skype thing, and we chat on Skype just about nothing. And that's uh, that's the thing, man. We're, we're just guys. Other people are just yeah. guys and girls. Like we're all just humans trying to figure it all out. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. It's been really, really fun, and I absolutely loved your story. And I know the listeners will as well. Right on, man. Well, uh, all the best, and thank you so much for everything that you bring into the world. We need more people having fun and traveling. So. Thank you so much, man, and uh, thanks, listeners, for, uh, for tuning in. Thanks a lot, dude. See you again. Remember, you can travel absolutely anywhere that there is Wi-Fi, make an income, and have a life, so don't limit yourself. Thanks for listening to the Travel Stories podcast. Get in touch with Hayden on Twitter at Travel Stories UK or online at TravelStoriesPodcast.com where you can find all of the show notes and resources. Subscribe to the show to join us next time for another immersive, inspiring and international travel story on the Travel Stories Podcast.